an idea whose time has not come. Cluster munition is a desperate way for desperate combatants, if you will, to desperately fight a desperate war. Some of the munitions that are in cluster bombs don't detonate immediately. Did you know that? There is a, depending on who makes them and how they are deployed, a 10 to 40%, what they call a dud rate, with a cluster munitions. Cluster bomb is the vernacular. It's called cluster munitions. Um, these are dropped into large areas and uh, small contain, uh, pieces that are contained in the bomb then disperse over a large area. And if it comes in contact with anyone or anything, it is supposed to detonate. It is just an, another one of these horrid, horrid, horrid implements of war that total war has created to bring about maximum human casualties, maximum human suffering, misery, and death. So why is the Biden regime sending a couple of hundred thousand cluster bombs to this lunatic in Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky? This is a dumb idea. This, this is a dangerously dumb idea. Of all the dumb ideas that corn pop loving moron, senile old bastard has come up with, this may be the dumbest and most dangerous yet. Cluster bombs, this is like a last act. And by the way, you know why that we have to send them cluster bombs now? Because the Russians are Elton John. I'm still standing after all this time. Picking up the pieces of my life with you on my mind, yeah. Twist. The Russians are still standing. And the United States doesn't have any ammo left to send them. There's a story in the Wall Street Journal today. Folks, you can't make this stuff up. I keep saying it, but yet it keeps happening. Here. What's uh, in the Wall Street Journal? Where did you go? Probably the last story in the damn pile. Bottom one. Had to go through 22 stories to get to it. America's running out of ammo. This is an editorial in the Wall Street Journal uh, two, yesterday. The Biden regime is taking flag for sending cluster bombs to Ukraine. And over the weekend, Biden blurted out the truth that both Kiev and the United States are running low on firepower. You, uh, Biden told the C, uh, CNN, the Ukrainians, you listen to me, buddy. The Ukrainians, are, they're running out of ammunition. This is a war relating to munitions. And they're running out of that ammunition. And we're low on it too, bub. The United States, now listen to this, has given Kiev more than 2 million 155-millimeter artillery rounds, and the Pentagon says Ukraine is burning through 3,000 shells per day. 
in an effort they are losing. Ukrainian young men are being butchered by the thousands by Russian response, military responses to this shelling. And it's not going to end until they run out of ammo or bodies. The U.S. is ramping up to produce more than 20,000 shells a month this year and more in 2024, the Army says. But America's adversaries can do the math and understand the U.S. may struggle to support a long war. What do you mean, may? This is insanity. In a war game for control of the island that the House Select Committee on China played this year, the U.S. ran out, let's talk about Taiwan, the U.S. ran out of long-range anti-ship weapons in three days. <laughs> Retired Navy Rear Admiral Mark Montgomery says in most games, the U.S. needs roughly 1,200 long-range anti-ship missiles, known as LRASMs, but U.S. inventories are in the low Hundreds after years of small orders. And now, of course, just, uh, oh, Zelensky needs another 100,000 rounds or whatever. Ah, yeah, just send him. What are you arguing about? Folks, I don't know if you just caught that part from the editorial in the Wall Street Journal. We can't even play war games now. Would you like to play a game? Remember the War Games movie? Would you like to play a game? We can't even engage in war games now. So now we're going to send cluster bombs. Now what? Now, so we looked this up for you. What is a cluster bomb? Uh, well, according to CBS News, uh, a cluster bomb or a cluster munitions. And, of course, this is going to be the one that's all the way at the... No, I don't have it. What? Hold on. The CBS News story? Mm. What is a cluster bomb? Not in the pile. Uh, basically, it is... Here it is. I printed it. Okay. Oh, wait, here, here it is. What is a cluster bomb? The controversial uh, web, 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 web. Uh, a cluster bomb is a type of weapon that is designed to disperse smaller bombs over a large area. They're also known as cluster munitions with smaller bombs referred to as submunitions or bomblets. Cluster bombs can be dropped from the air or shot from the ground or sea in the dozens or hundreds of bomblets they release can disperse over large areas. They were first used in World War II for the purpose of destroying multiple uh, dispersed military targets or combatants. And uh, uh, any people in that area at the time a cluster bomb is detonated could be killed or seriously hurt. Beyond that, many of the bomblets fail to explode immediately, meaning they can injure or kill people for years, even decades to come. So that means even if you were to be successful in your fake war effort against the Russians, and you started using cluster munitions, this is like playing in a minefield. 
A significant number of bombless do not explode on the on first impact as intended. According to the International Committee of the Red Cross, the submunition failure rate, referred to as the dud rate, has varied from 10 to 40 percent in recent conflicts. Large-scale use of these weapons has resulted in countries and regions being infested with tens and thousands and sometimes millions of unexploded and highly unstable submunitions, the Red Cross said. In addition to posing an immediate threat to civilians living in areas where cluster munitions are used, the bomblets that remain unexploded are small and can have interesting shapes and can be colorful, meaning they don't immediately detonate. I mean, those that don't immediately detonate can appear like toys to children who might try to pick them up and be maimed or killed. Who makes a weapon like this? Evil people. The United States of America makes a weapon like this. You want to hear a shocker? Listen to this. I agree with Elon Omar for the first time in recorded history, in the, in the history of my adult life. Elon Omar actually has it right. You know who else agrees with Elon Omar? Matt Gates, Gates, Representative Matt Gates said Monday he will be the Republican co-sponsor of an amendment to the 2024 National Defense Authorization Act that aims to block the provision of cluster bombs to Ukraine. The amendment is that now listen, I mean the the squad basically introduced the amendment. The voice of reason now in the United States House of Representatives is Elon Omar. Rashida Tlaib. It's the end times. We must surely be at the end of days. The amendment was introduced by Representative Sarah Jacobs, co-sponsored by Elon Omar, Pramila Jayapal, another squad member, and Jim McGovern. I'm going to be the Republican co-sponsor of the Jacobs Amendment before the House Rules Committee, Gates said on his podcast. The amendment reads, uh, notwithstanding any other provision of law, no military assistance shall be furnished for cluster munitions. No defense export license for cluster munitions may be issued, and no cluster munitions or cluster munitions technology should be sold or transferred. Gates said that the NDAA will be voted on this week in the House. We have an opportunity with bipartisanship to stand against the warmongering Bidens, he said. This is a stunning uh, development here. That Elon Omar, of all people, and Matt Gates, I would imagine somewhere in there, Marjorie Taylor Greene and others like her have to be in there, got to be going, no, you can't, we, he cannot be allowed to do this. Here, here, uh, <clears throat> this is a statement by, man, I really have to get my organization. <laughs> I had it here in my head. I have Trump's statement here. And now that I had to go through 16 pages to get to Elon, uh, to Matt Gates, where did you go? Uh, so Trump put in, uh, uh, a statement out. <laughs> we did an overhead camera shot of me going through this. I need a GoPro so everybody can see the pile. It literally is a pile of prep today. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States. 
Joe Biden should not be dragging us further toward World War III by sending cluster munitions. Do you know what a cluster bomb is? If you find out, you're not going to like it. Seriously. Joe Biden should not be sending, dragging us further toward World War III by sending cluster munitions to Ukraine. He should be trying to end, all caps, the war and stop the horrific death and destruction being caused by an incompetent administration. These unexploded cluster munitions will be killing and maiming innocent, innocent Ukrainian men, women, and children for decades to come, long after the war, we pray, has ended. If, as Biden inadvertently admitted, the reason for sending cluster bombs now is that the United States is running out of ammunition, his words, running out of ammunition, that only further emphasizes the urgency of immediately de-escalating this bloody, <clears throat> dangerous, and out-of-control conflict. It certainly means we should not be sending Ukraine our last stockpiles at a time when our own arsenals, according to the crooked Joe Biden, are so perilously diminished. Said Trump. He also mentioned peace through strength. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there could be no more vivid proof that Joe Biden's policy of endless war in Ukraine has tremendously weakened the United States than the humiliating admission that the USA is now out of ammo. Something our enemies are undoubtedly salivating over. The admitted weakness is an invitation to enemies all over the world. Why? Well, just one suggestion, President Trump. Maybe we should stop making enemies. Uh, just for poops and giggles. Maybe we you know, just stop making enemies. Here, I, I have it. Today, yesterday was National Eat Cow Day or something. What's today? Is today National Stop Making Enemies Day? Because today is National America Should Stop Making Enemies Day. And then we don't have to worry about people wanting to invade us. By the way, they're not going to not, we're not going to be invaded specifically because there are 700 and some odd million firearms in the hands of American citizens. I mean, look, you can have the cluster bombs and the missiles and all that stuff. That's all fine and dandy. But in order to win, in order to take towns and, and cities over and what have you here, you kind of have to actually go do that the old-fashioned way. You can't just carpet bomb and uh, just using military assets. You actually need man. You need manpower. And you need people that can't resist. Well, that's not going to happen here. Now, maybe in your libtard enclaves, you know, go ahead and take Minneapolis-St. Paul, have fun with it, and go ahead and take <laughs> the uh, the bougie parts of Chicago, those libtards have de uh, uh, disarmed themselves, have fun with that, too. Go ahead and take Manhattan, let my daughter, give my daughter time to get out. But maybe we should stop making enemies. Just a suggestion. We must, uh, Trump continues, we, we, we must stop the insanity immediately end the bloodshed in Ukraine, and return to a focus on America's vital interests. Most importantly, we must completely rebuild our... Okay, then he gets into the other part. You know what happened while we were out uh, on a holiday there? Uh, they actually were going to have a vote in the, the, um, the G7 meeting or NATO meeting or whatever it was last week. They voted that Ukraine must not be admitted into yet into NATO. 
I, I want to say the regime leader even came out and said that, ah, you listen to me, buddy. Now, that's, uh, now the time is not for Zelensky and old corn pop to be admitted into <clears throat> the NATO. This virtually guarantees a Russian victory. And you know why? If the forces, if the UK, which by the way is just sliding into irrelevance and soon to be poverty. If the UK and the Krauts and the French who have their own problems, the French are fighting a couple of hundred thousand Muslim African madmen that they cheerfully emigrated into their little French non-melting pot who pretty much don't like French people. And they want to live all Muslim-y and African-y and stuff in France. And so they are rioting because the French, some, some, in some cities the French people went, no, no, you cannot live like this. <laughs> no, no, we are not going to say wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> if the major member state nations of NATO thought there was a possibility that Ukraine is going to be victorious over the Russians, they would have they would have greenlit Ukraine in the NATO. Thanos snap, just like that. Well, it would make total, complete, and total sense because the Russians would be defeated. There was nothing they could do about it, and then the ascended Ukrainians would then basically be kind of running or ruling or controlling. Uh, the international uh, dealings of the Great Russian Federation. That's obviously not happening and obviously not going to happen. And so Ukraine was a, yeah, we thought about it, and the great news, not this year. Maybe not even this decade or century, but soon. Here, let's do some digital media file. This is, uh, is this Ron Paul or Rand Paul? I thought I heard Rand. Rand. Here's Rand Paul uh, on this subject here. Uh, what the Biden regime is doing, folks, is illegal. I mean, even, uh, look, there is a treaty out there. It's in the CBS News story. There's a treaty that was negotiated in uh, uh, 2008 that, here it is. There's a treaty that was negotiated in... Tu, 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 tu. Civilians are the primary victims of cluster bombs, according to the Landmine and Cluster Munitions Monitor, a group that does research on behalf of the international campaign to ban landmines, Cluster Munitions Coalition. In 2021, the latest year for which there was data uh, that was published, the group said that of 141 casualties from cluster bomb remnants, 97% were civilians, and two-thirds of those were children. Um, here, listen to this. 123 countries have joined the 2008 Convention on Cluster Munitions, an international treaty which entered into force in 2010. 
The convention bans the production, transfer, stockpiling, and use of cluster munitions in all circumstances and requires relevant states to implement victim assistance measures. Neither Russia, Ukraine, nor the United States are signatories or state parties to the convention. And uh, then it, it's, uh, the story says that cluster bombs have been used extensively in the Gulf War, Chechnya, Afghanistan, and Iraq wars. So if they were used in those wars, makes sense that we were the ones using them. This is just another way to stop making enemies. Trump's right. Stop it. Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul's extra about this on, I guess he was on Fox News, and uh, about, is it, four, there, there, there's two clips of, of Rand Paul here. Um, first of all, is any of this legal? Congress should stop, false wrote, stop Biden, dead in his tracks right now. Not only saying that there's no more cluster munitions, just end the whole damn thing. Somebody made the point, Elon Omar now all of a sudden had a, has a conscience over the war that she has been cheerleading in, in, in Ukraine. Um, uh, because, well, no, no one wants to be seen as having uh, appropriated the funds that are used to purchase weaponry that are ultimately going to be that are, are going to kill civilian children. Wasn't that... What's happening, no matter which munition it is? Anyway, here's uh, Rand Paul on the uh, subject yesterday. Um, president Trump just weighed in on this, the former president who is running again. He said Joe Biden should not be dragging us further toward World War III by sending cluster munitions to Ukraine. He should be trying to end the war and stop the horrific death and destruction being caused by an incompetent administration. How do you see this playing in to the election cycle, Senator? Well, you know, I'd see no end to the war over there, and I see uh, no war that's going to end with unconditional surrender. I think ultimately the war ends with a negotiated settlement, and as long as uh, we continue to supply unlimited arms to Zelensky, I think he sees no reason to have any negotiations. And so I think we're putting off negotiations, but ultimately the losers are the Ukrainian people. Yeah, I think it will Man. play into, and it's one of the things I like about President Trump, frankly, is he wanted to keep us out of foreign war. And, uh, you know, whether or not we can end it in 24 hours is another question but I think we do have enormous leverage here and we should bring that leverage to bear to try to bring out about a solution mainly because I don't want to see the country of Ukraine further destroyed sense that's just sense pure sense common sense the Russians aren't losing anything Russians are going ah if you make bomb lot of bomb you need bomb Biden you can borrow bomb from Boris it's the Ukrainian people that are paying for this. You know, I have a... And I didn't ask him to do this. A guy named... Let's see, he, he writes on Substack, Demosthenes the Younger. This guy, whoever it is, the guy is obviously military trained, uh, maybe intelligence officer, because he knows a lot about some inside stuff that's going on here and has been going on. Do you really want a Ukrainian victory, Marika? And then he says the proper question is, do you want a nuclear war? We are repeatedly told by our elites and their propaganda ministers that Ukraine must prevail over Russia. 
But what really does a Ukrainian victory look like? That's a fair question. And why is such a victory necessary? How would victory be achieved? What would be the cost of defeating the Russians? These are critically important questions uh, to be discussed and deserve proper answers. When America has, when has America or any NATO member state, for that matter, had an open debate with their citizens about what a Ukrainian victory really means? 